Hey, I'm Elle Gray, and welcome back to the Key of E podcast. This week, I will be starting my Olivia Rodrigo series by talking about her first studio album, which is called Sour. I'm currently getting over a cold, if you couldn't tell by the way that my voice sounds, but I hope that everybody had a great Thanksgiving, and I hope that everybody's getting into the holiday spirit and decorating and starting to listen to Christmas songs, and I'm really excited to later in the month talk about Christmas songs and Christmas albums that I like because, like most things, I have very strong opinions and I can't wait to share them. And I'm super excited and I'm really excited to close out this year and then we'll have the year anniversary of the podcast, which is also really crazy. But yeah, I I felt bad not recording a podcast or starting a new series because if I skipped a week I would never forgive myself and I would feel so bad because I started this pattern of doing a podcast every week and then sprinkling in some guests and doing a series and then having a different guest and then doing a series having a different guest and doing it all over again and keeping it a cycle but I also felt bad that you would have to listen to me talk with a stuffy nose so hopefully you'll forgive me either way. But I wanted to keep the pattern going and I wanted to talk about my girl Olivia, especially since her new album came out a couple months ago. And we'll talk about that album next week. But now we're starting out with Sour. The fans of Olivia Rodrigo like to kind of, I guess, loop the drama and the all of the Olivia lore with the music, which is totally fine. I've talked about this a ton of times where I talked about this on my Harry Styles series, where I'm like, I don't know much about all of the fan theories and stuff like that, because it's just a lot for me to, like, take in, and I pay so much attention to the music that if they're like, this lyric is referencing this and this lyric is referencing this, I probably missed that boat, and I love that there's people who know that. So if you're looking to hear about this song's about so-and-so, and this song's about so-and-so, and this is her referencing this, then I would recommend going on TikTok and finding that out. But I'm mainly just here to talk about the music. And it makes me a little bit sad because I think most people, not everybody, but most people found out about Olivia Rodrigo making music because of the whole drama that happened with her and Sabrina Carpenter and Joshua Bassett. And it's interesting because it's like, it's this weird thing where I'm like, do you think she's glad that all that happened because any press is good press and she got some like fire songs out of it? Or if she could go back and do it all again, would she do it totally different? It's very interesting. It makes me sick to my stomach that we like to put women against each other like we did with Sabrina and Olivia. And I get some of it was... I guess their own doing you can you can argue on both sides but I think the industry kind of took it and run with it ran with it kind of like what we did with Katy Perry and Taylor Swift where maybe it would have been a lot cleaner and better if the media didn't get involved but again I don't even really know much about it because I don't know either any of the parties personally so I can't I don't feel like I can comment on it And either way, we have great songs from all parties involved, and I never really found myself picking a side, honestly, because again, I I just don't really care that much. And if you do, awesome. I love that for you, and I hope that you make 
positive videos about it. If you ever, if you post about it or make videos, I hope that it's all in, in good fun and you're not hurting anybody. Because as long as you're not hurting anybody, awesome. But hey, I'm just here to talk about the music. And here are a few songs from Sour that the average listener would probably know. Obviously, her first single from this album that got radio play, which is Driver's License. Guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. You said forever, now I drive alone past your street. Another huge song from this album is obviously Good For You. In my opinion, she took Brutal, Good For You, and Jealousy, Jealousy, and took those, took her own songs as inspiration and put them on her following album, Guts, which we'll talk more about next week, but you can hear so many pieces of those songs in that album to come and I love when that happens I feel like every artist like if you listen to an album and then you listen to the album after that you can be like oh they definitely took inspiration from this song on said album on the previous album and I love it it's incredible but just like getting to hear like driver's license and like deja vu and then being like oh she's just like singing really softly but then we got the album and then we it started with brutal and we were like oh she has a ton of strengths okay sick and I don't even I like to believe that we haven't even heard all of her yet like I think she could do other genres as well I but uh, hey I, I don't know that's just my opinion but I think she has good range and and I like how she started so far and 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 it's been great to see her grow just even in the past like two or three years I want to touch on Deja Vu just because it was another single and this song to me is so I mean it's lyrically strong too but just melodically it is so cool especially the little post-chorus little hook that goes on that is always stuck in my head even years later. Let's talk about one step forward, three steps back. The song is so pretty. I love that it sounds really relaxing, but the lyrics are the exact opposite of relaxing. I'm frustrated when I hear it. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a little bit like stressful when you're in that relationship with a person where it's like man like I guess the high highs are really high but their lowest lows are terrible and I never know what I'm gonna get until I'm in it and then you can't escape it's one step forward three steps back you're not getting anywhere in fact you're only moving backwards maybe in some masochistic way I kind of find it all exciting Like, which lover will I get today? Will you walk me to the door or send me home crying? It's always one step forward and three steps back, and I'd leave you but the roller coaster's all I've ever had. When I think about Sour as an album, I think about this song personally because this whole, like, vibe of the album was, like, purple and... Like, obviously, it's all over the album cover. It was all over the, the promo and the merch and the tour and all that. And this song, to me, um, 
is purple because it's in the key of D. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> um, I associate colors when I hear songs and I hear certain keys as certain colors. And so the song is in the key of D. It's purple to me. It's the only song on the album that's purple. So it just makes me think this is such a sour themed song in my opinion just as the album as a whole I just always think of this song because it fits the color of the album I'm gonna move on to enough for you something that bothered me when I first read the track list was that some of the words are like abbreviated and some of them aren't and so like good for you is like good and then the number four and then a you and then enough for you she doesn't use a number for four she spells out four and she doesn't use a you for the word you and i get why because they're close to each other on the album so if it if you literally write good for you and enough for you, it would be a little bit like, okay, that's a little bit over the top. So I get it, but it almost feels like, because at first I was like, oh, it's not consistent. Okay, because like she goes with the whole like, like using all lowercase letters, which is like gaining popularity um, as the years go by. But it's just like, at first I was like, it's inconsistent. I don't like it. I think my, my, my brain being, I don't know, liking things in a little tiny consistent box I was like it's not consistent but then I was like okay good for you and enough for you are totally different songs when it comes to songs on this album enough for you is soft it's vulnerable and good for you is aggressive and like so petty but in like a fun way that you want to scream in the car obviously she did both of them very well so I get it now but I think at first I was like why would she use the four but then not not use it all the time like hey Ella it's really gonna be okay everything happens for a reason I swear like artists are so much smarter than me like I never would have thought to like make the title kind of reflect what the song sonically sounds like I think that's so cool this song kind of talks about self-worth and finding your self-worth in another person and then once that all goes away kind of starting from scratch and then finding your worth in yourself and not only solely in somebody else. She says, and maybe I'm just not as interesting as the girls you had before, but God, you couldn't have cared less about someone who loved you more. I'd say you broke my heart, but you broke much more than that. Now, I don't want your sympathy. I just want myself back. Don't you think I loved you too much to be used and discarded. Don't you think I loved you too much to think I deserved nothing? But don't tell me you're sorry, boy. Feel sorry for yourself, because someday I'll be everything to somebody else. That line is so powerful, I think, for people that have been in relationships with people who just made them feel like they were nothing. And it's like, there are so many people out there who are going to love you for exactly who you are and you won't have to change at all. And I know that that's hard to believe and I don't even believe that most of the time, but I can tell you that it's true. Whether you want to believe me or not, I promise I promise you that there are people who you won't have to change for. And it just might take some time to find them, but they're out there. 
I really wanted to choose a favorite on this album, and so I listened to it again a couple times, obviously, as I was writing out some things that I wanted to touch on. But I really think that my favorite has stayed pretty consistent, and I think that my favorite song from Sour is Favorite Crime. Know that I loved you so bad. I let you treat me like that. I was your willing accomplice, honey. There's so many great lines that paint such, like, a really sad and gruesome picture, and that's why I think that she's such a great writer, because, like, there's so much heartbreak in this album, and it's interesting, because this album has, they're all songs about breakup and heartbreak and kind of learning who you are after a breakup, except for, like, Jealousy, Jealousy and Brutal and Hope You're Okay, which I which I love all of those songs. And I love that on the next album, which we'll get to next week, but she talks about a little bit of heartbreak and a little bit of like, I guess, love and loss and moving on from people, but it's a little bit less. And when she does talk about it on certain songs, it's like more mature. Not that these songs are immature, but if you listen to like The Grudge and Love is Embarrassing and vampire she's looking back and being like wow I really was treated badly and she just comes at it from a more mature angle and a more grown-up angle which is just so interesting to me because I don't think that she was necessarily being immature in this album but like when you compare the two I'm like wow she's already grown as a writer and obviously as a person I mean we're all growing as people but I'm just it's really hard to put your experiences and feelings into words and into melodies and I'm just glad that she's only getting better. I love the line when she says one heart broke four hands bloody. She goes on in the bridge to say it's bittersweet to think about the damage that we do because I was going down but I was doing it with you. Everything we broke and all the trouble that we made but I say that I hate you with a smile on my face. I love the last chorus. I love that she jumps the octave. Because she flips it on its head to be like, I hope that I was your favorite crime. I hope that you look back and you think of me fondly. And you look back and also say, wow, she was she was good to me. But I ultimately ended it terribly. I love how she flips it on its head and she's like, because you were my favorite crime. Because baby, you were mine. And then it just ends. <laughs> I read a really cool comment that I think sums up the album very nicely and it's comparing each song to like a different stage of grief and I thought that this was written so well I never could have come up with this like ever this is a comment from pepperminty that's hard to say pepperminty okay so they say oh well maybe I'll read it in order the album okay that would work so track one brutal is self-destruction and self-loathing traitor is mourning Driver's license is depression. 
one step forward, three steps back is selflessness. Deja vu is envy. Good for you is rage. Enough for you is thoughtfulness. Happier is acceptance. Which at first I was like, wait, is it? But then I was listening to it again and I was like, it's kind of like, it's it's acceptance, but with like a still like a twinge of like kind of regret and like still a little bit of anger. I don't really think that that ever goes away, especially if you're good at holding grudges like I am. But like she's saying like, I genuinely hope that you're happier, but not as happy as you were with me. I just imagine her like saying it under her breath, like, I hope you're happier. I hope you're, or I I hope you're happy. I hope you're doing well. But like, you're never going to be as happy as you were with me. But whatever. But I really hope you're happy. I hope you're you're having a good day. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) happier is acceptance. Jealousy, jealousy is self-esteem. Favorite crime is blameful. And hope you're okay is open-minded. I love that the album starts with brutal and ends with hope you're okay. I think that was super well ordered in that way and yeah I really like this album I'll be back next week to talk about guts I'm so excited I just recently got it on vinyl and yeah I I think it was a brilliant next step for her I'm just I'm really excited to continue in this series and thank you for listening and I'll see you next week